Welcome to Econ Online's second podcast. I am junior staff writer Imara Saez. And I'm Sarah Grace. I am a sophomore staff writer. And for this podcast, we would like to cover the topic of vaping and how it's affecting young people, particularly the students of Academy. So recently, there have been a death, an increase in deaths of vaping. And Thursday, September 12th, as of Thursday, September 12th, six people have died of vaping-related complications, and a lot more people have been hospitalized. So why do you think that is? I'm not quite sure. Well, I know a lot of doctors and, like, health officials are urging people to stop vaping in order to prevent more deaths, and, like, the exact cause isn't really quite known, obviously, because this news has just Mm -hmm. come out. Um, But a lot of people are pointing to the THC chemicals that are in a lot of vape products, specifically vitamin E acetate. Um, Vitamin E acetate is an oil that's being used in vaping products as a thickener. And as it enters your system, it pulls in your lungs and can cause problems if it's left untreated. So that's why it's unhealthier, you would say, than smoking regular cigarettes because of the liquid and what they're using to make the actual liquid that you're essentially inhaling inhaling into your body yeah it's it's obviously such a new topic and vaping and e-cigarettes are a new technology so obviously there isn't a lot of research and stuff um about the effects that it can have on your body whereas with traditional tobacco products we've been able to see yeah we've been able to see over time like the problems and the cdc and the fda are currently like urging people to avoid using thc products um because of the new the new lung disease that's yeah. been caused by vaping specifically. And the CDC has found 450 possible cases of the lung disease across 33 different states. So, I mean, it's yeah. definitely a severe problem. And the disease that you're referencing is lip, lipoid pneumonia. For the um, listeners, it's basically a pooling of the fat or oil in the lungs that can be fatal if left untreated, which is what we're seeing with a lot of these people that have come in um, with vaping-related complications. Yeah, it's it's definitely a relatively new topic because... Recent, in the past few years, I mean, kids have found it to be, I guess, cool because mm-hmm. of the new flavors. It's a bunch of variety instead of just smoking a regular, I guess, plain cigarette. And I think that's why this issue is getting so much attention. It's because a lot of these people who are being affected are young people, like young adults and teenagers who have no reason to be um, affected by nicotine use. And it's kind of sad because we were supposed to be the generation that wasn't addicted to nicotine. And because of things like e-cigarettes and vaping, um, we've seen an increase in nicotine addiction among mm-hmm. young people. Um, and one thing's for sure, this is definitely an epidemic that's damaging to the health of like those who vape regularly. In response to all these deaths that are associated with the vaping, the Trump administration um, has made a plan to ban all the flavored e-cigarettes. And But we will not be covering this part of the story in this podcast However, check out senior staff writer Ella Castellano's story on the Trump administration's decision. So unfortunately, vaping and e-cigarette use is on the rise among teenagers and young adults. According to the New York Times, about one quarter of the nation's high school students reported vaping within the last 30 days in this year's annual survey, which is actually up 20% from last year. And AHN is actually, we're familiar with this team vaping because last year, for those of you that remember, the high school administration had to make the decision to install vape detectors in the bathrooms. Um, High school students would go into the bathroom to vape and among high school students, it seems like Juul is the most popular electronic cigarette, but it's their decision, the high school administration's decision to do this is obviously 
based on because they've had reports. Yeah, they've had reports of it. And it was it's shocking that it got to that point that people were so addicted that they yes. felt the need to do that during um, school. school time. Yeah. And um, I think it's part of the problem is that companies like Juul, yeah, the advertising companies like Juul have been accused of advertising to minors with varieties of flavors like bubblegum, mango, mint. And they've also been accused of curating ads that are targeted at young people. Yeah, I agree. And I mean, it seems to be working because they're doing very, very well, Um, especially at AHN. It seems like the use of vape products has just been on the rise. Um, It's... A sad reality and I I really hate that it's come to this point and that we have to talk about this Mm -hmm. um it's sort of become like a social norm for people yeah like at a party like oh Mm -hmm. just try it like it's not like peer pressure but almost like if you don't it's you're not cool yeah Mm -hmm. and then it's I don't want to compare to this but it's similar to teen drinking and drug use many feel like like you were saying many people feel pressure to do it because it's a cool thing to do or that's what everybody else is doing doing yeah a lot of the peer pressure that I mean a lot of people have talked about throughout I remember when I was in middle school like don't do it like it's peer pressure it's fine and now it just seems like if you don't I mean you're sort of the odd one yeah, out you're you're weird like a yeah in the corner I know and it's it's such a sad situation and um I know we were talking about this earlier but you Sarah Grace mentioned that younger kids often see older kids doing it and want to participate as well and that was sort of how you were exposed I felt, to vaping yes last year when i was a freshman I, I i think i was more in an eighth grader and i was exposed to vaping through juniors seniors sophomores people who are older than me and i think that's when it started to take off because we saw older people doing it and so i was like oh like that's the cool thing to do i guess so yeah I, if they're doing it i, yeah. I must have to do it as well <laughs> Um, My experience was a little bit different. I sort of uh, went into high school and I knew that people were doing it, but it wasn't really until like the end of freshman year that it sort of solidified for me. Like I, um, I like I remember walking into a bathroom one time and like seeing a bunch of girls and you could tell that they were doing it. But um, it was just such a like a jarring experience like as a freshman um, to see that. And it was really like it sort of solidified for me like the impact or that Jewel and other companies have had on young people it's eye-opening it really it really is and um it's it really shows you like how bad the problem is and a lot of people I know don't want to acknowledge the fact that it's a problem no yeah like a lot of people like oh I'm not addicted I mean I just do it but I mean if you're doing it to the point where you wake up and you grab whatever you're it, it is you're using I mean that's a sign of addiction yeah and I think it's a it's an important conversation for parents to be having with their children, too. I, I know that's um, mm-hmm. something that people haven't really brought up, at least not with, like, e-cigarette and vape products. Um, people haven't brought up the fact that, like, it's a conversation that you need to have with your children, too. Because yeah, as like some people, anymore. yeah, it's not just cigarettes, like you said. Some people might think, oh, like, my kid would never do that. Never touch it. But it's still important for everybody to be educated, even if you're not exposed to it, even if you are not like the type of person Mm -hmm. to do it you still have to be educated on it because maybe you won't but maybe a friend that you have will yeah and i mean that goes with everything i mean stay educated you have to now like even with not like with all the new research that's come out about e-cigarettes jewels whatever else vaping products there is i mean it's just come out that it's even more could be potentially more dangerous than even smoking a cigarette would ever be 
I mean, we don't know about cancer yet. I mean, I'm sure we will within the next few years. Yeah, and I think it's um, it's a good point that you brought up, Sarah Graves. Like, we don't have a lot of research on it, and I think that makes it even more dangerous. Mm-hmm. Just because, like, um, we don't know. Like, this is such a mm-hmm. new field to everybody. So it's just better to, like, stay away from in the first place. Like, these products were created to help... Um, People who, yeah, people mm-hmm. who did smoke regular conventional products to get off of um, those products. But what we've seen is that people who were never originally like exposed to mm-hmm. nicotine or tobacco have started using it, and that has created addiction among like a new subset of people. Yeah, and you're saying regular products. Now with all the liquids, I think is what they're using to make the what goes into your body it's you don't even know what you're putting into your body because it's a liquid you Mm -hmm. literally just have no idea especially with the off-brand products i know a lot of people buy you literally have no idea it could be any number of things Mm -hmm. and we were um we noticed online that a lot of the articles are pointing out how a lot of the problem is from the fact that people don't know what they're buying um Mm -hmm. you said that they're buying like uh different cartridges from like off-brand sources Sources, and um, because you don't know what's in there you don't know what you're buying when you put that into your body it can have like really dangerous effects Mm -hmm. so talking about cartridges and things like that uh, have you seen that the FDA is going is giving Juul and lots of other e-cigarette companies 60 days to prove that they can keep their products away from minors because I mean it is illegal I mean yeah it is definitely (laughs) a huge like very legal to sell to minors <laughs> and i know that um recently they jewel specifically had gotten to into a huge controversy because of the fact that they were um accused of adver- advertising to minors yeah i mean well when you're watching nickelodeon and you're seeing a jewel advertisement i mean yeah i know it's definitely... crazy it's crazy how these channels can approve that like if they know that um their people, main yeah. yeah their main audience is young people or their channel might be seen or viewed by like teenagers or mm-hmm. even young kids. I don't know why they would allow that to like be aired on their channel. Well, and then that brings you into the social media platforms who are giving jewel advertisements to just about anyone and everyone who uses that platform or media influencers who are advertising it and have a young audience. I mean, how yeah. can you even... Jewel specifically has an affiliate program for social media influencers where... Um, influencers are compensated for posting positive reviews while, um, you know, like not ignoring, but kind of for like alluding, a, alluding to the fact that it's like a cool thing to do. Yeah. Um, and it's sort of ignoring like the, the side effects or the potential yeah, the hazards. Underlying problems with it, yes. And um, this sort of goes back to what we were saying about how their jewel and companies are taking a book out of like the big tobacco brands, like mm-hmm. s- strategies. A lot of, um, yeah. In the past, when tobacco was like and cigarettes were first like introduced to um, the society, this is to society, mm-hmm. um, they would use the same tactics. They would try to advertise to young, impressionable people to get them to fall into mm-hmm. this trap of like addiction. And um, I mean, now a lot of brands um, such as Views, Blue, Market Ten XL, Logic, and Jewel make up ninety-seven percent of the U.S. e-cigarette market, and that's only. Five brands and they make up 97 percent it's crazy like jewel's mission statement and a lot of these other like companies, companies mission statements yeah. are to like for example um jewels which is improve the lives of the world one billion adult smokers but like it's their just... advertising says otherwise and it's 
Well, and they're not even advertising to the people who really they should be advertising to the people who are addicted. I mean, instead they're advertising to sell more of their products instead of get people off of the cigarettes. They're just trying to sell more, which I mean, I know there were yeah, their repeated like appeal to teenagers is just frankly like disgusting. Like I'm, it's sort of um, it says a lot that nothing had been said about this until recently. They were they were doing this for I think if, since the beginning of their company, which is their company's pretty new, mm-hmm. but like for about two years they were doing this, advertising to young people and like teenagers, and nobody said anything about it. It's kind of telling that yeah, yeah, it's telling that all of a sudden now, like of course when um, a lot of deaths and like bad news has come out, yeah, now, now is when people start to care about it, and yeah. it's sort of um, unfortunate that nobody paid attention I to mean, this and before. I mean, it's like that with a lot of things too. I mean, whether it's e-cigarettes and jewels or whether you're going to go over to drinking Mm -hmm. or other drugs potentially yeah the cdc reported that um current e-cigarette use among american high school students reached 20.8 percent which is about 3.05 million users which is a 78 percent increase from the prior years so this is this was 2018 um so there's a 78 percent Increase from 2017, which yeah. is even more than what uh, the increase was from 2016 to 17. So it's kind of crazy. Like this is obviously like affecting a lot of young people, and it's it's really horrible. Yeah, but I a new thing came out that was saying that Jewel was going to specifically talking about Jewel was going to discontinue its social media pr- promotions because they're getting so many lawsuits and basically threats to because they are what they're doing and it's wrong i mean and finally it's finally becoming relevant to everyone else because i mean a few years ago no one really cared i mean if you look at these ads like right now we're looking at um two we have two ads right in front of us and it's crazy like one of them has this young couple and then um has like a bunch of bright colors and like it looks fun it looks it really looks like fun. a party it looks and like then the other one that party. we're looking at has a bunch of like young people and they're all jeweling and it looks like a really fun thing and it's sort of like a, they have like a they're advertising their this is the product launch party which is what we're looking at um it has like the list of like djs and stuff like that and like super like bright colors it's obviously who is this intended for obviously young people not like their main they're demographic not, or their yeah like who they're trying who they're to trying to, to reach to. yeah yes. and right now if you even look on their um on their instagram page like it's the same thing you see a yeah. lot of bright colors a lot of young people a lot of like a uh, party the, scenes the young appeal the, the young, young appeal like yeah. they're definitely appealing to young people and not just you know i mean and they they just i mean i don't think jewel would have stopped producing things like mango and fruit and cream and cucumber pods unless because of the CDC has brought it to their attention. So now they have stopped, like, their filing yeah. orders. It's good that they're, you know, at least right now trying to reduce that and trying to, you know, um, prevent their team from advertising to younger people. But do you think it'll come back as soon as it goes away? I don't know. It's a good question. And it's it's something we have to think about. And, like, a, this is where I would encourage, like, parents and kids to really have a conversation about this because it's – it's not just going to go away. It's not just a one-time thing. This is a continuous like conversation that um, needs to be occurring between kids and their parents. Mm-hmm. And now, online customers who are able to go online and buy, for instance, jewels, 
um, you're able to go online and just have it shipped to your house and the story, they never even see you. And they just limited that actually to two devices and 15 jewel pod packages per month, which is actually still a lot. Because it's I still think a lot. six or something come in maybe a package. Well, one jewel pod specifically is equivalent to like a pack of cigarettes. Cigarettes, yes. And I know That's I personally, yeah, I personally know a lot of people, well, not a lot of people, I know some people go through several pods a day. So it's, I mean, I don't know. It's like going through several packs of cigarettes in a day. It's kind of crazy. I'm glad that they're doing that where they're limiting the amount of pods you can actually get yeah Yeah. um the online thing is a huge point i never even thought of that people because you're it's just so easy just ship it right to your house and that's it i mean you don't even have to get up or move or do anything which is another problem because i mean they don't even have to look at you yeah they don't there's no age restriction on that anybody can go on their website and order and just order yeah that's crazy i never thought about that yeah with social media being more advanced now it's just you're able to go online click a few buttons and order as many as you want or that's how it used to be now that they've limited it yeah and you can definitely see that um jewel is taking advantage of that like all of their oh, advertising yeah. on, online and on, on across all social media platforms it's not just like a small thing they have like thousands of followers on like every social media imaginable so it's um they're definitely taking advantage of it well now when you go onto Jules' website, the first thing that pops up is you must be at least 21 years old to purchase products on Jewel.com. And it's saying, if you live in Florida, for instance, it's saying I am 21 plus and agrees to be age verified or I am not 21 plus. And if you click I'm not 21 plus, it takes you to become a free smoke-free teen. So automatically it's just- It direct, redirects, redirects you to that you other website. That's good. I'm glad that they're making changes. It's honestly about time. It is good. And I'm glad that, you know, when you look at tobacco companies, like traditional tobacco companies Mm -hmm. and like more modern like e-cigarette nicotine vaping companies, like tobacco was sort of left unregulated. Like the whole tobacco industry was left unregulated for such a long time that by the time people realized there was a problem, it was sort of too late. So I'm glad that with these, with this new industry, Mm -hmm. um, it's being regulated and paid attention to like now quicker, and quicker than it is yes i do agree with that Amara. we decided to talk to two students on their experiences with vape products and e-cigarette use among teenagers when we spoke to them they both gave us their opinions and basically their experience with vaping products here's those segments now so here we have alana young as our guest hi i'm alana i'm a freshman and i swim so we just wanted to ask you a couple questions about vaping and e-cigarette use among teenagers. So I guess the first one would be, when were you exposed to vaping or e-cigarette use? When was like the first time? Um, maybe a year ago. That some like people I know started vaping, but I never did it. Okay. Um, were was it something that you were introduced to like in high school or I guess a year ago you were in middle school right yeah going into high school was it through your school you were introduced to it or through outside friends or friends you know from other schools or high school friends that you knew already like high school friends that I knew already and then some people in my grade started doing it and then in general what do you think is like the cause of vaping and e-cigarette use do you think it's like the flavors or do you think it's just because it's cool and people are like wanting to be trendy I guess I think people do it because it's cool and they don't realize that like you can actually get addicted to it and they're just like yeah I'm not going to get addicted and then they like continuously do it and they get like more addicted to it and then they can't stop 
do you think that peer pressure peer pressure plays into it and um like have you ever personally been pressured into doing something maybe not vaping but like um something on a smaller scale yeah I've been peer pressured before but like I do think peer pressure has a big play in it because that's how they start doing it and then they like keep doing it after that I know that a lot of girls in my grade personally feel that way um a lot of girls um that I've spoken to have been like peer pressured into it in social situations maybe at like a party or something um do you know if that like applies to people in your grade too like yeah I think it does but I also think a lot of people in my grade like started doing it because they knew people in like older grades doing it and they thought that they were cool so they started vaping and like now they can't stop I think that's a consensus among freshmen um so I guess um, do you know people who are addicted to vaping yes do you think it's like what do you what would you say to them if let's say a friend came to you and asked you for advice to on how to quit or what help, would you say yes. to them i maybe to get help like i know they don't want to tell their parents and stuff but like if you like get to the point where you're so addicted that you can't stop like you need to tell someone cuz like it's better for them to get mad at you and for you to stop than for you to keep continuously doing it and never stop do you think that um people that are our age know that it's such a big um outbreak almost yeah that is such a big problem a lot of people sort of minimize the issue i don't i guess my question would be do you think that a lot of people like would consider this an important thing to talk about i think that people who do it like they don't realize they don't how big yeah they don't realize how big it is or maybe they know and they're just like brushing over it because they think if they like don't think about it it won't actually happen or like Mm -hmm. it won't be bad for them but like it is bad yeah I don't know, if Sarah Grace. Like I don't know. I think a lot of people think that it's safer than smoking cigarettes. Yeah. When really it could be actually a lot worse because many people are ending up in hospitals. So I don't know if you've mm-hmm. seen that from the new lung disease that no one even knows what it is. Mm-hmm. So I guess it's just like a big problem among teenagers. And I don't know. Well, this was before you, but last year, um, the high school administration made the decision to include like a vape detectors in the bathrooms because it was such a big issue um i don't know if that like is still a thing this year or if it's still a problem this year but Mm -hmm. that just shows you like how like the magnitude of the problem like how big it is yeah like they can't even go for go to go to school for one day without even like being able to do it like they have to do it during school yeah i wonder if those people like if it's a if they do it more often during school or if it's something that people do, like, outside of school. Like, I don't know, for your grade, like, what would you say? Is it more a school thing or outside of school thing? I really don't think anyone in my grade does it during school. I mean, not that I know of, but, like, a lot of them do it outside of school. Mm-hmm. Like, in social places. Or even, like, by themselves, which, like, I think that's how you're getting addicted. If you're doing it by yourself, like, constantly, then, like, you're going to get addicted. <laughs> yeah, I think that applies. I think that applies for my grade, too. Yes. It's definitely a social thing that people um, feel, like, pressured to do. Um, and it's become a new thing too with, I don't know, like within the past few years, it's just become very popular to own a jewel. Um, Nova, I think is another one. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of different brands of basically the exact same product and it's just become more popular. Like not, it wasn't as popular. And it's sad cause we were supposed to, we were the generation that was not addicted to nicotine yes. and over the year, like nicotine addiction had been so, like, greatly reduced, and then because of, like, Juul and other e-cigarettes, it's on the rise again. Yes. So, thank you, Alana, for coming on. Uh, We really appreciate you sharing your thoughts. Is there any, like, closing statements that you'd want to give, or just, like, any, anything that you want to add? Um, 
advice, maybe? If you're pressured into vaping, don't do it. <laughs> okay, thank you <laughs> thank so you. much. Thank you. We also spoke to a senior here at AHN to get her thoughts on this topic. Hi, I'm Karak Venice. I'm a senior. And so what do you think about teenagers feeling a need to vape? Um, I feel like some, sometimes teenagers might feel a need to, to vape in order to feel cool or popular while in high school. Do you think it's because, like, they don't really understand, like, the risks associated with it? Um, I think that's a lot of it, yes, because they also don't understand, like, they probably don't understand that, um... It can, like, affect them in the future. It can affect them in the future, yeah, because they're told that, like, e-cigarettes is, like... Safer than smoking. smoking, Yeah. Yeah. That's something that we, like, talked about a lot. It's just, like, people don't think that it it'll affect them or their health because it's the whole thing about like e-cigarettes and vaping is that it's safer or better Mm -hmm. but in reality it's the stuff that's coming out now it could be worse no 100% I agree so then I guess that kind of segues into the next question which is why do you think that like vape products and e-cigarettes are more popular than like conventional tobacco products I guess because people aren't as educated on what are the possible risks and I guess we're seeing in today's society like people in the hospital they're coming in you know things that are happening so and like, yeah. I think a lot of people think um because there isn't as much research or evidence mm-hmm. on like e-cigarettes and like vaping in general a lot of people are fall into that like misconception of like oh, oh yeah, it I is safer a lot of it yeah because a lot of the research definitely like uh concludes mm-hmm. like the definite like facts mm-hmm. like what the risks are but even with the research people are still choosing to vape you know what I mean yeah, yeah. like even with all the commercials like Vaping is the same as 40 cigarettes, 40 cigarettes, that one commercial, and people are still, you know. Yeah, yeah. I've seen, like, a lot of, like, the truth mm-hmm. commercials yeah. and stuff. Like, they, I, I think it's good that they're appealing to, like, a younger audience to also explain, like, hey, like, this has been advertised as this, yeah. but it's still as dangerous or even more dangerous. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, yeah, so our next question for you would be, do you think that vaping is, like, more prevalent among, like, the upper or underclassmen? Um, honestly, I kind of think it's like among like all the classes mm-hmm. to be honest but i don't really i only know a few people personally uh, yeah. so i can't really speak for the whole entire school so i think i would agree with you like especially after talking to the freshmen mm-hmm. and then like sarah grace and also you like a lot of people have the same opinion or the same things to say and it's interesting because i i personally would would have never like thought like oh it's mm-hmm. spread out i always thought it was more like an older thing well i guess because you think it's easier to obtain it yeah nowadays yeah. it's like it, yeah, it's kind of shocking, like, the yeah. the younger generations are just as involved as the older <laughs> ones, too. So then, um, Sarah Grace, I don't know if you um, know. Yes. So why do you think that the high school administration instituted the vape detectors last year in the bathrooms? Was it for, like, kids' safety, or is it for the other safety, and they were just making their own personal decision, or is it because they just don't want vaping, like, at school, which obviously they don't want either. Um, I think it's just because the teachers care about, like, our reputation and also our safety, because mm-hmm. we also understand that it is dangerous and it's illegal. I mean, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. let's just keep that out there. It's illegal, people. <laughs> so, I mean, I mean, I think they care about us, so I think it was smart that they did that. Do you know how, like, other people in your grade reacted? Because I know my grade was kind of, like, what the heck? Like, that's so... It's kind of, like, embarrassing that they had to go to that extreme. So, like, do you know how people... Do you remember how people reacted when yeah, it was announced? Yeah, they, they were a little shocked, like, that it had to get to that point. Like, mm-hmm. why do you do this in school, you know? Like, yeah. it's just school hours. Yes. Like, you have an education. Like, you come here, like, mm-hmm. an ex- it's, a, you know, like, 
you I mean it's an expensive school you know what I mean yeah like, you have to be able to like take advantage of that and like you know, and people abuse that school. by like, yeah. yeah. I know personally, the freshman last year when they heard of the announcement, they all started, like everyone in my class just started laughing. Yeah, I just mm-hmm. don't understand like, what? why. I like, think it was because it was your grade's first year here, so you don't really understand the like the severity of it. But like, I feel like as you get older, you see like, oh yeah, it's become more and more of like oh, yeah. a problem. We all yeah. just laughed. We all like, what the heck? What's yeah, going on? I know. Yeah, some people in my grade took it as like a joke too, but it's no, obviously yeah. like not a joke. We literally everyone. Like, even I thought it was a joke. I was like, oh, okay, like, mm-hmm. whatever. I mean, I wouldn't do it at school anyway if I did do it, but, like, I just don't understand that. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I agree with you because it just, you're at school to learn, mm-hmm. not to mm-hmm. have a good time and party and in the bathroom, especially. Like, yeah, there's, like, a time and place. To do <laughs> yeah, there's that. a time and place. Like, I'm not saying time and place of vape. But I know, but, like, <laughs> I have, like, you know what I mean? To, mm-hmm. like, yeah. you know. And then I guess one of our last questions for you is going into college, do you think um, you'll be further exposed to vaping or do you think it's more like a fad among high schoolers? Um, I think I'll be further exposed. I think, I'm not, I'm not sure if it's going to get to the point where like the research is going to back up that it might cause cancer, but I think that it's still going to be vaping until it gets to that point. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think well, now, I'll be, now yeah. there's that disease that's worse than cancer, the lung disease that they still don't even know what it is. Yeah. Yeah. So I think until it gets to that point, I think I'll still be further exposed. Mm-hmm. Okay. So thank well, you thank for you. coming <laughs> on. Uh, we really appreciate you and your input. I think it's safe to say that vaping can be considered an epidemic among teenagers, and it's not just a fad anymore. Yes, I agree with you, Amara, because even when I was telling people in my grade that I was making a podcast on vaping, a lot of people looked at me like I was crazy and was like, what do you what do you mean you're making a podcast on vaping what are you doing like that's not that's not something you should be doing I know yeah I know I got a lot of backlash too like and it wasn't like even I don't think people meant it in a mean way or as a like as a deterrent but they were definitely confused about why I was bringing it up in the first place like that we were going to that they were so worried about it yeah we, someone was going to expose them yeah I and I, I guess it shows you like how afraid people are of going against the status quo and like how ingrained like vaping yeah. is into like the teenagers yeah. av- like the average teenager's mind like it's such a like, normal thing and then mm-hmm. when people go against that it's sort of like shocking to yeah, them yeah like and if you're if you're that scared that you're going to be I guess targeted or, or, or targeted yeah. then maybe I mean there's a problem that you might want to address yeah you might, yeah Speaking of problems that we want to address, um, we a lot of people were bringing up the hypocrisy of the Trump administration's action with um, banning the with banning flavored e-cigarettes. e-cigarettes. For example, a lot of people were like, "Why did this issue receive so much attention Unlike, over other deaths?" Yes. Like, obviously, teenagers are affected by opioids, alcohol, like gun, gun violence. violence. I mean, everything now, and people were very confused as to why the government has taken such fast and swift fast, action fast action for vaping when i mean things like death and opioids and alcohol have been along for so long and i mean of course you have things to help get better aaa and things like that but i mean with companies like this it was like it was really banned. sudden yeah i don't know it i think it's important to acknowledge like all of the deaths that and all of the things that associate and affect teenagers um it's not just vaping. It's not just e-cigarettes. Mm-hmm. There's other drugs and other like things that people wouldn't even think about that are affecting teenagers affecting, just as yeah. much, or even more so than yes. vaping and e-cigarettes. Um, it's definitely important to acknowledge like 
all of the things that teenagers all are doing. Things, yeah. And then I also think that it's a good thing that the government was able to take such a fast action because for one thing, it's showing that society is progressively getting or trying to get better, I should say. And, and it sets an example for what we should do in the future when another thing like vape rolls around and everyone's not addicted, but like it's, it's affecting a trend. Our, yeah, it's a trend. Um, like you said, I really think it's a this how the government acted with e-cigarettes and the deaths associated with them is how the government should act with a lot of other cases that are affecting teenagers just as much or if not. It definitely sets like an example. Like if we can ban e-cigarettes as quickly, what is stopping us from, you know, banning or addressing other problems like gun violence and opioids and alcohol that are causing just as many Mm -hmm. or even more deaths in America um, among young people? I mean, I definitely think it was interesting that the different opinion of the grade levels on what we all had to say about vaping and among young people because everyone's experience was so different. Yeah, it was cool to hear, like, the varied um, opinions. And even though, like, there was, like, different um, experiences among the grade levels, there was very much, like, a one message or, like, a unified... Mm-hmm. There was, like, the connecting thread was, like, none of us think this is cool. None yeah. of us think this is... It's not actually like, that a, great. Yeah. It's, we all think it's something that people need to stop and quit and, like, really address and think about, like, hey... It's like, a am, problem. Yeah, like, this is, is a problem. And, and lastly, like, I think it, that sort of transli- transitions yes. into our last thing that we want to bring up is, like, if you or anybody you know thinks that they're addicted or are concerned about, like, their usage, like, please go get help. Like, it's never too late it to quit. It never is, ever. And so I think wrapping that up, thank you, everyone, for listening to our second episode. And don't forget to check out some of our other stories on our website.